there were nights when he took a deal more rum and water than his head would carry, and then he would sometimes sit and sing his wicked, wild old sea songs, minding nobody. But sometimes he would call for glasses round and force the trembling company to listen to his stories or bear chorus to his singing. Often I have heard the house shaking with yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. All the neighbors joining in for dear life, with a fear of death upon them, each singing louder than the other to avoid remark. For in these fits, he was the most overriding companion ever known. He would slap his hand on the table for silence all around. He would fly up in a passion of anger at a question, or sometimes because none was put, and so he judged the company was not following his story. Nor would he allow anyone to leave the pub till he had drunk himself sleepy and reeled off to bed. I remember his bright dark eyes and the pleasant manners, made with the cultish country folk, and above all with that filthy, heavy, bleared scarecrow of a pirate, sitting far gone on rum, with his arms on the table. Suddenly he, the captain that is, began to pipe up with his eternal song. <laughs> you call that a song? Well, I'll give you a bleeding song. <laughs> Fifteen men on the dead man's chest. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. Drink, and the devil had done for the rarest. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. The mate was fixed by the bosun's pike. The bosun brained with a marlin spike, and Cookie's throat was marked belike. It had been gripped by fingers ten, and there they lay, all good dead men, like break a day in a boozing can. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. Fifteen men of a whole ship's list. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. Dead and be damned, and the rest gone with his. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. The skipper lay with his knob in gore, where the scullion zacks his cheek at shore, and the scullion he was stabbed times four. And there they lay, and the soggy sties dripped all day long in upstaring eyes, and murk sunset and at foul sunrise. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. Fifteen men of 'em stiff and stark. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. Ten of the crew had the murder mark. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. Was a cutlass swipe, or an ounce of lead, or a yawing hole in a battered head, and the scuppers glut with a rotting red. And there they lay, I damn me eyes. All lookouts clapped on paradise. All souls bound just contrary wise. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. Fifteen men of 'em, good and true. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. Every man Jack could assail with old Pew. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. There was chest on chest full of Spanish gold, with a ton of plate in the middle hole, and the cabin's riot of loot untold. And they lay there that had took the plum with sightless glare, and their lips struck dumb. While we shared all by the rule of thumb. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. More was seen through the sternlight screen. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. Charting's no doubt where a woman had been. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. A flimsy shift on a bunker cot with a thin dirk slot through the bosom spot, and the lace stiff dry in a purplish blot. Or was she wench, some shuddering maid that dared the knife and took the blade? By God, she was stuffed for a plucky jade. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum. 
Fifteen men on the dead man's chest Yo-ho-ho ho, and a bottle of rum Drink and the devil had done for the rest Yo-ho-ho ho, and a bottle of rum We wrapped them all in a mainsail tight With twice ten turns of a hawser's bite And we heaved them over and out of sight With a yo-heave-ho and fare you well And a sullen plunge in a sullen swell Ten fathoms deep on the road to hell. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. Now there's a song, you bastards. <laughs> now let me tell you about the time I had to chew off my own leg. It was nice, it was delicious. <laughs> Yardy, yardy, hardy, yardy, hardy, 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 tired the party, yardy, yardy, Billy William Mudrin, yardy, hardy, day. I guess I'm Billy, Billy, instead of Billy Mudrin, it's Billy Bones in this episode. Billy Bones, you old Billy Bones, you scallywag. Which, it's funny you should do that voice because according to the trivia, this movie is the genesis of the pirate voice that we all know of. Yarr. I guess, yeah, what's his. Oh god, who's the guy who plays uh, fucking Long John Silver in this movie? I guess he's the, he really is the progenitor of that voice because this was the big pirate movie that came out when all the baby boomers were growing up, and so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is, yeah. And entertainment hadn't really been invented yet. Seriously! In this movie, you know what? I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I can't really complain about mm. it. Especially when I first fired up and I was like, Oh, thank god it's in color. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that made such a big difference to me because I think mm-hmm. I thought the thumbnail on Disney Plus was in black and white, but maybe I'm just projecting. But uh, yeah, I was kind of stealing myself for the worst, and I was yeah, actually kind of pleasantly surprised. Um, I'd say up until they set foot on the island, it's really slow and boring. Yeah, and it's not like it gets super crazy action packed. That's the kind of problem of- inherent to Treasure Island. Have you ever read the book or anything? I did when I was really young, so I don't remember. Yeah, I did too. And this is what, at least our second uh, Treasure Island project, because we did Muppet Treasure Island mm-hmm. before. And a far superior film. Even reading the book as a kid, I can't remember if I read it for school or for myself, but I remember I, I remember the atmosphere at the beginning with uh, Jim Hawkins at the Benbow Inn being kind of nice and atmospheric because he's like in this his his mom's inn that's like out in the middle of nowhere and the pirates show up and the the robert lewis stevenson does a really good job of painting a portrait of these pirates as being really kind of like touched by adventure and really kind of bringing mm-hmm. this like ray of awesomeness into this little kid's life and this kid's so awed by these pirates and, but then, fortunately, the rest of the story is about the pirates just pretending not to be pirates until, like, the last 30 pages of the book, in which they finally go, Ho-ho, we are pirates! And then it's just a bunch of running around in circles on an island, and then the story ends. For, for yeah. so many people who are like, Treasure Island, one of the ultimate adventures ever told in any medium. It's like, not really. <laughs> It's like it's like if you had a Superman story where Superman spends two thirds of the story pretending not to be Superman, and at the end, instead of flying or doing anything cool, he just kind of chases Lex Luthor around on a deserted island, and then the story ends. Like yeah. you know, technically it's got Superman in it, but it's not like it's not making the most of the potential of the material. Like the, yeah, Treasure Island does not have like big ship to ship battles or no. anything. It's just kind of like. 
yeah, just running around on a desert island. And it doesn't help like the main character. I mean, the main character is Jim Hawkins. And he's cool by himself. But like in terms of like the main mover and shaker in terms of the plot, it's the fucking the the responsible adult dipshits who like mm -hmm. hire the crew and everything like that. And so much of the movie, the, the actual story revolves around them, and they're boring and dumb. And you're just wishing what? they would just die. <laughs> and so when they do get die or at least get disposed of, it's just like okay, finally now the story can fucking start. But then you're almost at the end of the story, so what does it matter anyway? Uh, and yeah. between that and <laughs> I was raving about this on Twitter yesterday, uh, I was so damaged by the trailer for Treasure Planet 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. That movie looks so bad that I have to, I can't trust the opinions of anyone who it, likes any kind of Treasure Island related media now. <laughs> it can't be that bad, can it? Because it's the land. But dude. it looks it was his, so bad. His passion project. I know, but it looks so bad. <laughs> Oh, I agree. That dude's face and haircut are atrocious to look at. They didn't go for timeless at all. No, it is so fucking Goo Goo Dolls, wind, Poochie windsurfing. Oh, I remember watching that trailer and just like face palming in the theater. And I'm going, oh god, this is just so chasing whatever the current trends were. Oh yeah. my god. And so, and of course, the only people who would care enough to make a Treasure uh, Island planet movie, whatever the fuck it was called, in 1997, were, like, the old baby boomers who grew up watching this shit. Because, like, and it also also doesn't hurt that, like, pirate shit, like, we've had Pirates of the Caribbean, that first movie, is so much better than this. So even Disney already yeah. did a much better pirate movie in, in the intervening well, years, but... You could make this exciting, they just didn't. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and that's the extra disappointing thing to hear about Treasure Planet, is they didn't take advantage of the medium to actually do something more... Yeah, so... But, yeah, so you don't have much of a history with Treasure Treasure Island, I guess? No, aside from my dad. I think my dad read it to me. I don't know. I don't think I ever Or something, read it. something, yeah. But something, something. But aside from that, I might have seen this on TV at some point. I don't remember. Yeah. But I, I don't remember enough to know that, that it feels like I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, Outside of The Muppets. Which, uh, the Howard you know, Pyle. Tim Curry. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because we did that movie and I don't remember anything about the supposed plot. From that movie, all I remember mm -hmm. Tim Curry shows up. I can't remember Tim Curry, and there's a kid that looks like Treasure Planet on it. <laughs> yeah, again, what is it with like? He was very '90s uh, Jim. It's Hawkins. like before all the baby boomers started retiring in the '90s, they had to get their like fucking Treasure Island shit out. Um, fucking. This one's just got a kid who always looks like he's smelling farts. <laughs> got that little pug nose. I was like, why does this guy look familiar before? And then I looked it up. I didn't realize Bobby Driscoll was actually the, the physical. I knew he voiced Peter Pan like two mm -hmm. years after this. Oh, we've done two other projects with him. Oh, come on. What else was he in? Oh, he was in Song of the South. What was the other thing? He was the, the little boy in the with the cowboy or the Rory Rogers scene in Fun and Fancy Free or oh, whatever really? it was. Oh, that's Where right. It was all, I don't like girls. Girls are stupid, but I think cowboys mm -hmm. are cool, especially when they're... Yeah, that's right, because we were like, it's such a corny, crappy, baby boomer cowboy bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, he's got this nose. He looks like a little pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not just what? that. He also makes fart faces. He does all make the fart time. faces, and it is kind of funny because this movie's supposed to take place in England. And he is so not English. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess the so I guess the there's not much about the history of this movie other than the only reason this movie exists because it was made in 1950, and even in 1950, I guess the British 
we're still really wary about letting any um, uh, foreign movie companies take any profits they made in England out of the country and funnel them back to their home countries. And so Disney, they, they, they had a lot of money in bank accounts and stuff in England, and they couldn't move the money out of the, out of England. And so they were like, well, we gotta, we got to do something with this money that's just sitting there. And we're definitely not going to, we're not going to found like a whole new animation studio in England just to find a reason to do something with this money that's locked in our British bank accounts. But what if we just financed a live action, our first live action movie, and it'll just be about pirates because it's England and that's adventure stuff. And that, that, that'll make the little bastards happy, the little kids. And so yeah, they financed their first real live action movie. Um, this is our second live-action movie we've talked about on Disney+. Plus. This is the first one actually made by Disney. The other one was... Mm -hmm. wait, what was it that you said was uh, Swiss Family Robinson? Yeah. But that was made by Fox. So, yeah, Disney only inherited it through the Disney-Fox no, merger. Th no, 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 that's not what happened. Is that what happened? They, if, you, if you remember, they were going to make their Swiss Family Robinson, and they didn't want to compete with it, so they just bought it and, oh, and that's shelved it to never it be seen again. But yeah, it, what, but this is the first live-action project like that built from the ground up by Disney to, like, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I was kind of dreading it, because, like I said, it looked kind of the, the thumbnail on Disney Plus didn't look great. I've never really heard anyone rave about this version of, Dis of Treasure Island either. And again, the the only other piece of trivia, other than like the fact that this was made, I, is is the thing about the guy who plays Long John Silver was the originator of what we all yeah, think the pirate I, voice. That's the only other thing. I've never, I've, yeah, I've never heard anybody say anything good about this movie. But I felt Disney would love to talk to shit about this and all their ads and stuff. They're like, oh, Treasure Island. Mm -hmm. And I get the feeling that this must have inspired the creation of. Pirates of the Caribbean a decade later, where they're like, yeah. we could let's do the pirate thing again, but we could even do it more badass. We'll add like supernatural elements. These, all the pirates of this already look like they're fake wax figures. It's... You might as well make a ride out <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, they have that kind of waxy makeup that kind of makes it where they're trying to make them look dirty, but they just look kind of waxy. Like we could hire tan people, but yeah. instead, let's just rub some brown paint on them to make them look like they've been at sea. Uh, Bobby Driscoll is actually okay for someone who's just like, you know, he's, he's super child starring it up. But he does, he, qu yeah. he quits himself nicely. He's at least better than fucking, fucking Goo Goo Dolls, fucking Treasure Planet motherfucker from the trailer whose face, facial features keep floating around on his face. Oh, mm. God, I hate that fucking Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio haircut. Oh, fucking yeah. Christ, I want to punch that. Oh, I hate that shit. I know everyone wants to fuck that cat captain, but anyway, um... I guess the cat captain is a uh, improvement over the fat little dude who's the captain in this thing, but... Um, but yeah, so what's, how's it, wait, I got the movie here right here, how does it start? Uh, it starts with some words that if you read, you can almost think they make sense, but I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> oh, well, they're if just, book... they're just, they're Buccaneers and Barry Gold and all the romance retold, exactly in the ancient way can please, as me as, uh, they pleased of old, the wiser youngsters of today, so be it. It doesn't rhyme at what? the end. <laughs> he throws himself off. It's a quote from Robert Louis Stevenson. They dug up his body and they were like, Robert Louis Stevenson, would you like to write the opening title crawl for our movie? And he said, okay, let me go back to sleep. And so he did. No, that's why it makes so little sense. Yeah. They got it from a dead guy. I think I was so enamored by the fact that it was still in color at the start, I didn't even care about that. I was uh, like, oh, thank God, at least it's going to be watchable. <laughs> it's the west coast of England in 1765. Okay. 
Some dude with pancake makeup on his face and a scar is going down to the Admiral Benbow. Yeah, and this guy, I love his scar because it's obviously just silly putty they just put on his face. Yeah. Which, again, this movie is not... We're watching a... This movie was never meant to look this good. No one ever expected they would be watching this movie on... Yeah, you can barely tell those are sets. <laughs> But yeah, the no guy, serene. The guy, they sure are real. He, I love this guy because he looks like Camille Nanjiani, and he comes in and he like orders a drink from fucking Jim Hawkins, and he does the worst possible job of not looking like a suspicious pirate. Because he does <laughs> the thing where he's trying to case the joint a little bit because it's just Jim Hawkins. I guess when well, the book he owns the Benbow Inn. Well, I guess his mom owns the the inn, but he works for his mom. For some reason, his mom is not even in the movie version, just even in the background. And so no. he's there all alone. And I love the way this guy comes in. Yeah, she's trying to look around to see if anyone else is here. But he's doing it in a way that almost seems like he's trying to let Jim Hawkins know that he's a suspicious person. Because he's just so, mm -hmm. like, in the way of, like, he's, like, looking around the way, like, he's, like, trying to make Jim realize that, like, why is this guy shady? But, yeah. I thought it was going to be a yeah, plot so point that it, I thought he was, like, I thought he was putting on a show for Jim Hawkins of being, like, mm. shady and suspicious. And, no, it's just, it's 1950s acting. That's all it is. Yeah. He asked Jim if he knows anybody named William Bowens. And Jim squints and says, no, sir. <laughs> he does make that sound. It is very funny. It's the best part of the whole movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. Never heard of him. But that scar, man, he sees a footlocker just uh, conspicuously hanging out with a big old WB on it. And he's like, and runs off because he hates the Warner Brothers Studios. He just can't stand the movies they put he out. He hates those cheap gangster movies they were cranking out mm. at the time. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Mm. He's like, oh no, Bogart's after me. I owe Bogart $5. I gotta get the hell out of here. So then there's a deflated old man at the top of some shitty looking stairs. I can't remember. Looking like he's struggling <laughs> just to get through the moment. Yeah, ironically, he looks like a broken down animatronic trying to make it down the stairs. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, was that, did that dude have one leg? And it's like, no, boy, he had a big scar across his face. Yeah. Uh, he says, oh, that means a uh, one-legged man can't be far behind. So, so he demands run, and Jim's like, No, no, the doctor <laughs> says you can't drink anymore. All oh, the doctors, he said, they kill you. And he makes fart faces all over the place as <laughs> Billy Bones chugs from a bottle directly, saying, Hey, you gotta get, you gotta get my, my strength back. Rum, rum will do it. So Billy runs off to rat that old rummy Bill off and gets caught by a blind man. How bad do you have to be at life to get caught by a blind man? Yeah, especially, yeah, if you think he can run away quickly, but... But I guess... So the man with the scar ran away to get the blind guy and say, Hey, go stumble your way inside there <laughs> yeah. and find What kind of pirate gang Bones. is it when the blind guy is, I guess, the enforcer of the gang? <laughs> like, yeah, he <laughs> needs to be led by a child to whoever he's going to go beat up. Uh, well, yeah. I guess he's not going to beat him up. He's going to hand him a black spot. Yeah, he says, take me to Willie Bones or I'll break your arm. So they do that. And uh, they roll there and he says, hey, hey, Billy Bones. Don't sweat, baby. Here's a gift from your old shipmates. And he opens, after he leaves, they open the present. And it's a black spot on a piece of paper on, on the back. It says, until dawn. Well, that sweaty old man says, fuck those guys. Come on, Jim. So and they what's... lumber over to his footlocker. What yes. are they trying to make him do? Because we later find out the black spot is essentially... Like, I guess when your pirate buddies come back and they hand you the black spot, you have to do whatever it says on the opposite side of the black spot. And it says, until dark. Are they just saying, don't leave the tavern until dark? Which, it's already night outside. 
And I guess also, they're just. I don't this know. alcoholic <laughs> seems to live at the bar. I don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, maybe it makes more sense in the original book, but I have no idea what's happening here. I, presumably, this the old drunk guy. His name. He's a name is Billy Bones. He's the guy who owns the fucking the WB, the Warner Brothers uh, yeah. chess case. Um, presumably, I guess he's part of the same crew that Long John Silver and fucking was it Pew, the Flint's blind guy, crew. were part of. And yeah, he's all like, oh, I, but yeah, I'm not quite sure exactly what's happening here in terms of like why he's so scared. And yeah, I don't know. He breathes like only a man dying on rum can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Cuts the lid of a footlocker open, pulls out a piece of paper, putting it in his shirt. He stands up and promptly falls over. It's funny too, because Jim like, rolls him over. Mm-hmm. Like, like later you find out that like, I guess they had just been. I guess all the events of that led up to the story only happened five years ago, because Ben Gunn talks about how he's been on the island for five years. And it's funny, as a kid, yeah. of long, of like five years sounds like a long time, but like as an adult now, I'm like, five years ago? Like, they're making it sound like, like this is all such ancient history, and I'm like, I, I, five years ago? That was like 2015, like, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. I mean, it's a real long time yeah. for Ben Gunn if you're, you're marooned on an island. Well, you know, the life expectancy was also only 30. All these dudes are like 24 in <laughs> That's a good point, actually, too. But, yeah, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, so, for, so presumably, <laughs> he falls over. I guess Billy Bones yes. must have been some part of the pirate crew who left the, the uh-huh. who was traveling with Flint, who left the treasure on Treasure Island. And for some reason, they never explained why Billy Bones wound up with the treasure map. Not that we know any of this, but this is how the short story shakes. I mean, it's a relatively simple story. But anyway, he's got the treasure map. He, yeah, he, he cuts it out of the lining of, of his of his uh, chest yeah. case, and he throws it into... He crumples it up and throws it in, into Jim Hawkins' chest. And No. Wait, what? No. 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 He, he puts it in his own chest and falls over. Jim rolls him over. Willie says, <laughs> and busts, blasts a bunch of hot <laughs> rum breath right in Jim's face. That's then, that he say, then he says, Go and bring help. Don't preach and I'll give shares. Then he shoves the paper in Jim's face. Oh, that is because, like, so if the they... pirates come back, yeah. they sure won't get it. So Jim runs off as they put the day for night filter on the cameras. Or, yeah. And. <laughs> the pirates turn the t- pirates show up, turn that place upside down, but some random dudes come up and shoot at them on horses as they run off. I guess it's the Inside, pirate cops. Yeah. Inside they they check on Billy Bones, who's dead as a doorknob, but he wasn't killed. He died from shock or rum. Yep, those are your only two options. <laughs> it was surprisingly good rum that this place didn't serve very often, so he was surprised at how tasty it was, and he just dropped dead. <laughs> it's yeah. Shock of the delicious Jim rum. Hawkins' mom tends to buy the worst rum, so he's like, oh my god, I found the good stuff. Mm. Oh my god, it's giving me a heart attack. Oh my god, I'm dying away very happy. Um, and so I guess among the police cops are the local dude, fucking whatever fat little rich guy, and the, the doctor. And it's the uh, the doctor yeah. who like makes the diagnosis about why uh, Billy Bones yeah. died. They, uh, nope. they never explain exactly why. Now suddenly Billy Bones' old pirate crew is suddenly like how they found him, why they didn't approach no. him about the treasure chest. Earlier. No time for that. It's just yeah. No. So the the old fart in the wigs like who shouts all of his lines. He cannot control. <laughs> I love how well that's the sound of his voice. Well, that's kind of the character thing because like that they, that becomes a plot point later is that he can't yeah. shut up and he keeps on just yelling everything that comes into his head. Yeah. Which I know people like that. <laughs> kind of like they suck. Like your podcast co-host who's talking to you no. right now. Yeah. No, not quite. So. 
he's like, I wonder what they wanted. And Jim's like, I think I know, and gives him the map, which they spread out on the table, and it's like, oh shit, it's a pirate treasure map looking for tre Flint's treasure. Hot damn. I do appreciate the map of Flint's treasure island. And then they wink at the camera. <laughs> I do appreciate that there's no skullduggery between these good adults, the responsible adults, and Jim. They do play Jim straight. Where, like, of course, yeah. the main guy is super excited to find out that, like, he recognized exactly what this is. And, mm -hmm. but at least they're not, like, trying to cheat Jim out of, like, what could be his chair, his share of the treasure. Uh, they, they mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're greedy, but, like, they're stand, like, they're, yeah, they're not, yeah, anyway. Yeah, they say, they say, yeah, yeah, you're sure gonna get a share, yeah, who, who, that's the one, a chest of 700,000 pounds, Gadzoop. Oh, yeah, that's the one interesting, uh, the one other interesting, it's not really, really trivia, but I read something where Robert Louis Stevenson was talking about when he wrote the book. That he wanted to make these two the, the the two responsible adults in the story. He was like, okay, they're stand-up guys, but like he wanted to make them boring, just to show that like how much more interesting the pirates are compared to these guys. Because even though they're like the stand-up people that Jim Hawkins should be looking up to, like it's mm. it's that's what he said. He put so much more work into making Long John Silver more interesting, just because yeah, Long John Silver's like the spirit of adventure and stuff like that. So I thought it was interesting because he he could have easily made these two responsible dudes like really kind of evil and giving Jim Hawkins more of a justification to kind of like want to side with the pirates. But I, I don't know. It's 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 I don't know. I, I I think it's more interesting that he didn't make the the quote unquote good guy adults villains. Um, mm -hmm. but they are still kind of stupid because they don't, especially oh, yeah. the fat guy with all the money, he has no idea. Like, even though he's the one who recognizes what the treasure map is, he doesn't seem to take the whole pirate thing that seriously in terms of what kind of threat they can be to him if he gets involved in this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So the dudes that were shooting at the pirates roll up and are like, we shot at that buckgood. <laughs> yeah. Send, uh, the old wig guy is like, ah, you sure did. Now pip up Cheerio and send them on their way. Then he tells Jim that him and the doctor will take those fools and make sailors of them. Favorable winds, a quick passage, and gold enough to pay to play Duck and Drakes and Ever After. Eh, Hawkins? What? So the doctor says, if you weren't so confounded exclamatory, we might understand you better. Just what is it you propose to do? And he's like, go and get the gold... Idiot. Oh my god. So the doctor's like, man, that should be crazy. I gotta practice here. I gotta look after. And those, those guys that were in here are obviously from map too. And the guy whose name is Trelawney. And that's what like it is, that. yeah. Which is, I, I wrote it down so many times and it keeps falling out of my head. It's, uh, it's I, I don't know how it's not memorable. But he's like, hey man, you scared? And the doctor You never says, read the, nah, the nah, Harry nah, Potter nah. books? Madame no. Trelawney? Nope. So the doctor says, I'm only scared of one man, and it's you, because you can't hold your tongue. And he says, hey, I'm not no tittle-tattle. <laughs> then he turns around okay. tittle-tattles, yeah. Yeah. And Jim can sailor, sail, too. He'll make a swell cabin boy or some shit. I don't know. What? Don't worry about asking his mom. Decide? She doesn't exist. Yeah, I, well, I guess if Jim's, yeah, if Jim, Jim's mom would have had been there, there'd be more of a conversation about this. But why they decide they absolutely need to bring Jim Hawkins along, I can see if they were like, okay, we'll give you your cut of the share when we get back. But to say, hey, we need to drag drag this kid along with us. It's yeah, yeah. It's a little. Jim gets uncomfortably close to the doctor, looking straight up his nostrils, yeah. and says, "Oh, my mom will totally let me go if you say it's cool, Doc." And she, he's like, "Okay, maybe I guess I don't know." 
<laughs> Trelawney's like, oh, hell yeah, we'll all be sailing together. I'd wager... Wait, wait. Why? How often... Wager my wig on it. Oh, <laughs> brain pan. How often do pirates show up? Is this a constant thing where, like, they need the pirate police to, like, like because the know, pirates man. keep on showing up at all the bars on the coast right around here? Or is this actually, like, a really it... super rare occasion that they get tangled with pirates like this? I don't know. And when he says I'd wager my wig on it, it does that thing that some old timey movies would do every now and then, where they start to fade into the next scene while they're still talking. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand. Well, especially that. I always love it too because like the I image noticed. pops a little bit because mm -hmm. the, the way they could they, they had to tr cross dissolve between the two pieces of film. They have to like cut the film out and kind of tape it back together. And so there's a great. I just like it's just yeah. It's funny because there's a new Netflix movie called Mank that just came out that like tries to replicate the look and feel of old movies and I wish they had done more stuff like that and the sound suddenly mm. gets weird when the cross does all starts to happen and stuff like that but yeah anyway so the next day we see a lovely matte painting harbor <laughs> yeah again this is one of those things that wouldn't be so obvious if it was a matte painting if we weren't yeah. watching it on like you know nice TVs now but like yeah and I love when they Give get the into dog. town you get to see like the, the, the sails of the ships in the harbor behind the, uh, the, the, the buildings and that's obviously just a matte painting mm -hmm. too yeah yeah and they roll into town in a carriage with some dude on top just blasting a horn for some reason. Did they? I didn't even notice that. Okay. Here comes Jim. <laughs> so they offload in a quick shot of some dude with a big nose looking sus as fuck. They show... Uh, is that George that they show in this scene since you're watching it from Sumi? Who's George? George, the main antagonist of the pirates. What? What? What are you talking about? So when they're when they're offloading from the carriage, it shows a shot of some guy looking sweaty and suspicious. Is that? And I was wondering if that's George, the pirate that is the dick. There's a dick pirate. Wait, I, I didn't realize there's one dick pirate. There's is. Yeah, the guy with the big nose and the terrible hair. Are you talking about Israel Hands? The guy? No, that's the that's the one that chases Jim up the yeah, crow's nest. I'm talking, talking about, about the the main guy that's always <laughs> that gives the black spot at the end and is always like, oh, oh I'm gonna kill that kid not, so bad. Not Long John Silver. Wait, I need no. to rewind it because I was already in the part where like a Long John Silver shows up. I yeah, uh, they're all kind of like I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay, I'm watching it now and they all kind of blend together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Why I'm asking somebody with face blindness it's, who that was. I guess also the, the 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 second Doctor from Doctor Who, Patrick Trotton, is supposed to be one of the pirates. I went back and rewatched mm. a big chunk of the movie. And I still could not pick him out of the crowd because well, they give everyone the same kind of bronzer face makeup like you were talking about, where they all look yeah. kind of waxy. And the only reason I even could dis distinguish uh, Israel Hands from everyone else is because they keep on pointing out, hey, Israel Hands, and he's got kind of like Jewish locks on the side of his face. They did, they, I guess they felt obligated to give him kind of a, a specifically goofy haircut just so you could point him out of the crowd, but yeah. You also remember him because Mr. Hands is the one that gets fucked to death by a horse at the end of the movie. What, what is that <laughs> reference to? It's a reference to Mr. Hands, the dude that got fucked to death by the horse. Wait, there's a guy who gets... Wait, what? In what thing? In real life. <laughs> I... You don't know about Mr. Hands? What's Mr. Hands? Mr. Hands, the dude that got fucked to death by the horse. Is that the guy up in the Washington Zoo that they had to shut it down because they were charging people to fuck the animals? This... No, he's the dude that got banged by a horse and died. <laughs> 
and they changed the laws in Washington so that you couldn't have sex with animals. That's what anymore. I'm saying. But yeah, wasn't it because because he was like part of it? Like he was like a customer at like a bestiality zoo, right? I don't know if that's the case. Okay, I don't know what I've heard. Outside of that. Oh, I had no idea the guy's name was Mr. Hands. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> I. <I've... laughs> Man, so... that's a weird tangent to go on. Yeah. I well, I just wanted to make my Mr. Hands joke, I but I didn't remember know that the guy's name was Mr. I, Hands. I would ass, I would assume that you, out of all the people I know, at would least, be like, yes, Mr. Least, Hands. I know. At least name. I understood the base reference that you're talking about the guy who fought, got fucked to death by a horse. But oh my god, it's kind of a weird way to go out. I can see at least if you died because the horse came in your ass and you exploded, but I'm sure it was a much more miserable tearing of the anus and a bleeding to death. <laughs> so it wasn't even the comical kind of being fucked to death by an animal. But yeah. So Ugh. the doctor says, "Hey, that's a nice boat in the harbor." And the old man who can't stop yelling his eyes, "Yes, she will fit all the pirate gold on her for sure." And he's like, "Shut up!" The doctor totally has to be. It's like watching Perfect Strangers, and like he's Palky Bartakovus, and he's just yelling at everything <laughs> that's happening to everybody. Yeah, a timely reference. Okay. Oh, so, Captain Spullet has been selecting a crew for six days, but all he's got is six dudes. And these fuckers are sure prepared. So, um, let's see. I'm sorry. Okay, so they go to the inn. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I'm skipping around now because, yeah, I went back to he look gets, at... Yeah, look the, the old George. man gets to hire a cook. That's who he gets. He's That's all he. That's all, all he's, he's allowed to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So they decide to go ha- hang out and talk to the cook. And yeah. I might be skipping forward a little bit, but man, when the cook comes out... Well, it's so, like, fucking the doc... Oh, hold on, hold on. I, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. So, it's some dude named Long John Silvers. He found him right over there inside Taco Bell, setting up shop. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, a double So, I guess the other thing, Long John Silver, I guess his name is just supposed to be John Silver. According mm. to Pirate Legend, if your name had was had the a prefix long on it, it was supposed to be a reference to the fact that you had engaged in cannibalism at some point in your career as a pirate, in reference mm. to the term long pig, you know, like the for, for people meat. And so I thought that was kind of cool, and I it was one of those things where I would wonder if the Long John Silver's kind of made that up to make himself seem a little more uh, uh, dangerous because. Yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting. Oh, oh, but of course, I'm just thinking about the restaurant, because, man, Long John Silver's, their chicken planks, they look like Africa, and they taste so good. One of my I've, favorite fast food items I've, in history. Uh, I've never eaten at Long John Silver's, because I hear the, the phrase, fast food seafood, and I just vomit uncontrollably <laughs> it's, it's without It's like custom-made poison, exactly. Of all the mm-hmm. foods you don't want to be rushed, and like just yeah. left out in a fucking... A heat oven for ten hours, yeah. God, so, so yeah, they go to Long John Silver's. They don't. His food was yummy, so he picked him. Yeah, he comes out he, missing a leg. And... Well, okay, so you've never eaten at Long John Silver's. You wouldn't. No. The reason his food is so yummy because it's got like this. Long, the best, uh, the other best thing about Long John Silver's is they have like this like crumble gravel that they serve all their food on. That's like edible. It's like little fried hmm. bits. Mm, so so I like the idea that even in Canon Long John Silver's, that's why his restaurant's doing so well because he puts. A little fried gravel at the bottom of all this food. But anyway, so yeah. So uh, they go and have breakfast, and Long John talks pirate talk the way Mario's accent is Italian. <laughs> it's like, uh, I. What's well, funny too, because like I could now with the pirate, that accent makes so much more sense seeing this guy 
because yeah. especially the way he talks, he has this big mouth with these long lips. And so when he's just like, Arr! the way like the way his mouth moves when it makes sounds, I could totally see how this was the creation of the pirate talk. And it's great, too, because he never blinks. His eyes are always super wide open. He looks constantly startled and amazed everything around him. <laughs> and yeah. when he first shows up, he, like, he, he's in his own restaurant. Oh, man. Jim Hawkins Jim, and the other two guys are eating. He looks like he just watched a man <laughs> shit in his eggs before he served him. Jim Hawkins is absolutely no chill because they show up. and like the, the first thing you see about Long John Silver is how he's only got one leg. And Jim makes the most grotesque face like he's just seen a fuck. Like he's just seen a man fuck. To death by a horse. <laughs> he runs an inn. He he lives during this time period. He has seen people with missing limbs. Exactly, especially for a guy who Jim Hawkins works at a pirate restaurant. How is he startled? Mm-hmm. This startled by this? Yeah, I don't no. to to to, to uh, uh, Long John Silver's credit. He he totally catches Jim Hawkins' gawk gun, and he just makes a face back like, "Oh, you like this leg? Ain't it great?" <laughs> Yeah. He, <laughs> what do you think you're eating for breakfast? It's fantastic, yeah. Well, that's one of the things, too, because like, I never understood in any ad- adaptation of uh, Treasure Island why Long John Silvers takes a shine to Jim, because Jim's such a gopping idiot. And this movie totally plays into that, too, because, like, why doesn't Long John Silvers just slap the shit out of Jim right here? But, yeah. Because he knows he can manipulate well, the Exactly, and that's, well, that's real. But, yeah, I, I, that, that's the whole crux of the story, is that Long yeah. John Silvers actually developing an actual bond with this kid, despite the fact that he spends the entire story just manipulating him for his own benefit. But yeah. Anyway. Anyhow, um, he says he sailed with Admiral Hawk, which makes another table of dudes be like, (laughs) can you imagine him? (laughs) I did not catch that. I had to throw on the subtitles because I thought they were saying something, something I served with Auk. Auk. And I'm like, what the Mm. fuck is an Auk? And like I was like, oh, they're talking about he served with someone named General Hawk, and I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. And they're gonna have fruit on board if they can find a crew. And John Silver's is like, hey, I know some dudes. They served with me, but they got scars fighting in the service like I did, and you wouldn't like them. They're real ugly to look at. The old fuck Captain Fuddruckers or whatever is like, shit. You get those ugly fuckers, and I think it'll be you'll be totally cool. He's like, I won't overstep my station, but Fuddruckers is like, I own the boat. You get those uggos and you come aboard. I just, I just like the idea of this guy's named Uncle, actually named Uncle Fuddrucker. He's hanging out with Long John Silvers. <laughs> like this whole town is like, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> the actual accidental, but the yeah. The mayor of this town is actually named Mayor McCheese. Like it's <laughs> like, and they live in the kingdom ruled by Burger King. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, this is the jet. This is the origin story for all of our favorite uh, fast food restaurants. But yeah, um, John well, says a he knows bit, all the. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say it's a little bit of a plot point because the, you mentioned the fruit thing. Uh, Admiral Fuddruckers uh, compliments uh, Long John Silver's on having fresh fruit served at an inn, and I guess that's a rare thing for England at this time. And uh, Long John Silver says, yes, he's a big believer in fresh fruit because when he was sailing, uh, that kept people from getting scurvy, and he suggests that he take a barrel full of apples with him on this journey that he's going to go on, which becomes a plot point later. <laughs> if there's one thing you know apples do in a big barrel, they stay say, fresh. Hey, I could see limes and lemons, but not fucking like what? Because presumably they're. Oh yeah, I love it. Tastes so good. I could taste those pizza rolls coming right back up. Presumably they're sailing from the coast of England to. I'm assuming the island is like 
in the, in the Caribbean. So they're sailing across the ocean. That's going to be like well, a you, month, a month and a half. Those apples. I can't even keep an you apple know, stay Bill, fresh you know on my old, desk. You you know the old saying, one rotten apple keeps the whole bunch fresh. <laughs> exactly. Apples. They stay fresh forever. Yeah. <laughs> God. So he... Let's see, where was I? Something, uh, something, yeah. He, he knows all the sailors like the palm of his hands, and William, or no, Hawkins is like, You know Billy Bones? He was a pirate. Dude, shut up. And then he's a hardy, hard, hard, That is hard. a really good With impression his, his, of, of that kid's acting, though, because it totally is. <laughs> Gee Willikers, Dad! Yeah, just yeah. that kind of acting. He, John Silvers laughs his perfect white sailor teeth off and tells Jim that those... The, those that sailed with Admiral Hawk didn't fuck with pirates. And he's like, ah, oh, you're a lot like me at your age. Head full of pirates. Hey, can you guys leave me the boy for a bit? I got my hands full. What with having to cook and find a crew? And they're like, hell yeah, you seem trustworthy with small boys. They're totally dispensable in medieval England. Let, leave medieval, leave but... me to manipulate the small child for 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And just make sure you, when you give him back, he's got all his digits. <laughs> So Jim Halpin's cleaning up breakfast that he didn't eat, and the parrot squawks, Pieces of Eighth, and Son of a Dutchman, and that parrot's name is Captain Flint. And here I said I didn't know any pirates. I got this pirate right here, and it's a pirate parrot. <laughs> well, and also the pirate being named Captain Jim, Flint is an excuse for, like, yeah. uh, for, for Long John Silver's to talk about how he served. No, 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 no. It's the opposite, because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to reveal the fact that he served Captain Flint, yeah. but... Yeah. But he does, it gives him an excuse to talk about a whole bunch of pirate stuff. And, yeah. yeah, and uh, Jim messes with the parrot for a bit till somebody says, Ah, give me a rum! And he turns and looks, and it's, it's the black dog, the guy with the scar across his face. And Jim freaks the hell out and starts screaming, Ah, stop him, stop him! And takes off running. I kind of feel bad so for the black dog, because this is obviously where his gang is hanging out, so he's just showing up <laughs> to get a drink. And he's yeah. like, hey, uh, give me a Fanta. And like suddenly this kid comes around like, you raped my mom! Oh, shit, he has to Long come John- running out, yeah. Long John Silver yells to catch him, so one of the dudes inside grabs Jim and he's <laughs> like, that, that one, you idiot, yeah. the other one. I mean, at least they make it, like I, like I said, the, the story's kind of boring because the little pirates have to engage in subterfuge for 95% of it, but at least they're mm-hmm. making kind of a funny thing of, like, the pirates can't even capture the right person that Long John Silver, because, like, yeah, he's like, no, like, we're trying to pretend to be... Yeah, you, you guys don't so, understand what, like, the subterfuge we're trying to, like, display here is, yeah. We're not gonna so, kill Tockets, uh, we're just pretending to catch our own dude. Yeah. yeah. Long John Silver asks, who was that, Jim? And Jim looks around at all the extras who almost finished putting on their pirate <laughs> costumes. Yeah. And he says, oh, he was a pirate! So Silver says, oh, everybody go after him, or and if you don't catch him, don't come back. Wink, wink. So they go back inside, and Silver's like, man, I gotta give him my gun. Check it out. Isn't it a cool gun? Look, it came in this box. Now you take it. Keep it in your pants half-cocked. I mean, you're a child stuffing a gun in your pants half-cocked? What could possibly go wrong? I would presume at this point he, uh, so, he actually does not care about Jim Hawkins if he's saying, hey, put this ha- loaded half-cocked gun in your pants for, for the next six weeks until we get to the <laughs> island. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to go out, and when he gets back, he'll have a crew, and Jim will have a gun, so long as he doesn't blow his dick off with it, them's the deals. So later, they get one of the, they get on that their boat as somebody glides a seagull across the area on a string. It really is, and also, (laughs) man, 
it, I know it's 1950s England. Maybe you don't have the best personnel at, at, at your disposal. Could they not find someone who could pay like a backing for the for the set? Well, they couldn't even find somebody that knew how to cut wigs to work authentic. Because <laughs> they're talking about? They're like the, the, this, this boat set is in front of like this finger painted sign background, <laughs> like and on top of that, like the stuffed dove that is thrown on a wire mm-hmm. in front, in, like in the foreground. It just looks extra, just like. Yeah, it looks extra ridiculous, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Long John Silver's he shows up with his crew, which I guess are still serving with like the half dozen good crewmates that uh, fucking yeah. Fuddruckers found. Yeah, and Long John Silver's tells the captain Fuddruckers that I got your ugly ass crew, but they know the sea, so it's all gravy. And the captain uh, comes aboard looking stuffy as hell. Captain and Crunch. Says, ah, Record, yep. Record all of these fool sailings records for the logs. I'm gonna, and hey, uh, can I talk to you guys in my quarters? And then the quarters, the captain's like talking to the doctor and Captain Fudrucker, not Captain Fudrucker, Captain Crunch and Fudrucker, Captain Captain Crunch, Fudruckers, and and the doctor, Doctor Acula, uh, Doctor Doctor Pep, Doctor Pepper. I love our podcast. <laughs> and God. I, I, I feel like they did this scene better in the uh, uh, Muppet Treasure Island where Kermit's just like, what the fuck? Those guys are all obviously pirates. Oh, does he? I can't remember that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah but, um, oh, that is practically what Dr. Pepper says here, too. Or like fucking Captain Crunch is all like, where did you find these guys? Are you fucking idiots? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let's see. You get some nice stock footage of them kind of getting the ship ready to set sail. Yeah. yeah they kind of do the day for night thing. Well, the captain tells them that he doesn't like this cruise and he doesn't like this men. And this the, the, the uh, Fuddruckers is like, well, maybe we don't like you either, huh? And he starts crying. But the captain's like, listen, everybody in town knows we're sailing to a treasure island. How? And we need a crew we can trust. How does... Not some assholes your ship cook got. Fuddruckers so, is such uh... a piece of shit in this story. How does he not get killed at the end? I mean, I appreciate the, like, I long, the Robert Stewart... Oh, he's got a bullet wound. He'll be he dead gets, in a couple weeks. You would hope so. You would hope it's the slow death. But, like, man, if anyone in the story deserves a fucking shot to the head, it's that guy. But, yeah, anyway. So, uh, Captain Trelawney overreacts and says, Oh, that cook was acting under my orders. Oh, well, then. So the captain says uh, the treasure map's got to be kept secret. All firearms got to be put away in here. And they're like, fine, but let's get drunk first. So they just chug a whole glass of rum. Delicious. Oh, I didn't realize that's what they're drinking. Okay. I'm guessing so. Presumably, because that's the, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so uh, the doctor says that the captain's a very conscientious man. And Trelawney says that he thinks that fool is downright un-English. And then he chugs and says, oh, un-English. No, not un-English. No, the worst thing you could possibly be Mm. is not being (laughs) a fucking little turd. Yeah. Jim kind of glances around like, oh, fuck, on English. Yeah. Oh, cr- cr- crikey, crikey, he's on English. Hey, what's all this? He puts in some bad false teeth. And he's like, no, my English and off now, too. <laughs> That's the funny thing about Long John Silver's. Uh, not only for being a pirate in 1750, but also being an actor in England in, like, 1950. He has way too good teeth for both of those things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, uh... They weigh anchor and take off as in, in another night for day shot. But I do Jim like that little montage. It's nice. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. The captain uh, 
is asked what he thinks of the men now, and he says, Oh, they're seamen of sorts, shaped better than the Lord Mayor's men, and no worse than the Dally Walkers brought abroad by the press gang. Is is that good or bad? I don't know. Robert Louis Stevenson just throwing a bunch of words into a bag and pulling out whatever comes out first, yeah. <laughs> um, so Mr. Arrow, who's the second mate, spots a gun in some dude's waistband and is like, The fuck you doing, man? Takes it away and... And Trelawney tells Jim, he's like, oh, the military men do be like that, though. And the captain's like, yeah, but not during peacetime. Any more guns and you get 12 lashes. Now get back to work. Pip, pip, cheerio. Jim starts to pull his gun out of his waistband that he keeps pointed at his dick. And is like, oh, I'll call it. Gee, I better turn mine in, too. But Silver's is like, nah, 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 nah. Don't do that. For reasons. You gotta, you gotta keep See? this super secret now, yeah. You... You're not you're not super drunk, so don't sweat it. Oh, you only gotta worry if you're drunk. And plus, it would make me look really bad for giving a kid a gun. So <laughs> I yeah, think he says something to that so, effect too. He's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So the sailors with bad wigs are like, man, why are you let your gun be seen? Now they're gonna take all the rum away from us, you asshole. Now they only got knives. And th- 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 he's like, I got a secret knife in my boot. But then Silvers takes the dude's <laughs> hidden knife out from his boot. Which he, he just lets him do. Yeah. And he looks at it and he says, Arr, that's a nice knife. Could probably take out a seagull with <laughs> it. And he throws it and misses a seagull by a fucking mile. I don't understand. <laughs> Is that just a... I don't, I don't know if it was meant to be funny, but I found it hilarious. Well, because I thought this was going to be a moment to show that Long John Silvers is like a super badass. But no, he just throws the dude's no. knife away for no reason. And like, that's this... the end of the scene. And it's like, okay. <laughs> But this guy's got other knives. Yeah, well, everyone's got got other knives. I don't know why Long John Silver is making such a production out of throwing this guy's knife into the ocean. It's just so weird. Yeah. It's like, man, now we got five other knives. Yeah, I don't know if in the story there was more of a point to that scene. Like, yeah, there's some kind of subtext that we're not reading correctly, but yeah. And we just just find out that Long John Silver's is somehow not magically good at knifing, uh, passing uh, Seahawks with a fucking knife from, like, 50 paces away, yeah. So the guy with the Uh. the bad haircut, the big nose named George, that's George, is like, oh, man, come on, stop. And Silver's is like, you be nice, and you be nice to Mr. Arrow. He's under my protection, get it? Uh. So says the cook. Later, Long John Silvers is, is like, Hey, we should make that Mr. Arrow's a cake, but it needs rum. Hmm, too bad we don't got any rum. And I can't ask for some rum because they would think that I was drinking it. He's like, What if a So Jim's small... like, Oh, golly gee, I sure could get you some rum. No one would suspect a 10 year old of drinking rum during this <laughs> horrible, horrible era where everybody was drunk all the time. Long John Silvers didn't have to say, What if an idiot child asked for the rum for me? And the uh, Jim just <laughs> jumps right at the chance and. Yeah. yeah. So later, it's all stormy and the seas are raging and the plum duff is all cooked now, which. Silver's just pour some rum directly on. Mmm, delicious. So I, I drink rum is my my hard liquor of choice to mix with oh, really? you know, okay. Coke or Pepsi or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but when I drink it straight, it's fucking disgusting. Ah! <laughs> if you pour it, to, you know we have a rum cake downstairs right now that somebody got us. Granted, they ruined it by putting nuts across the top. 
But you uh, can just pluck the nuts off, though, right? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. But when it's when it's cooked, you know, it tastes good. But when you pour it just directly on a cake without cooking it, that's not how you're supposed you like, to do you, it. You like the flavor of the rum if the alcohol can get cooked out, like for like when it's, I guess yeah. okay. it tastes good, I guess. But anyhow, uh, uh, it's storming and arrows is bopping guys say, "Ah, oh, get up to the deck! It's time to swap crews or whatever," and. Uh, Long John Soldiers is like, hey, 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 Arrows, you got some? Get on in here and have yourself some plum duff. I made it just for you. He pours some more rum on it and is like, and that's what's giving it a flavor, huh? Huh? And he puts the bottle in front of Arrow, who picks it up and is like, oh, oh, scared. <laughs> and drinks it like he hasn't had a drink for 50 years. Not even boozy drinks. Like we he should, hasn't been drinking water either. Yeah, we should point out it's the, the whole point of him trying to get rid of Arrow is that Arrow's not a pirate. He's just a, he's just supposed to be a stand-up officer. But for some mm-hmm. reason, yeah, he absolutely falls apart and when, when there's a <laughs> bottle of rum in the same room. So I don't know if they're, like, I don't know if Arrow is supposed to be a particular alcoholic or if this is just what all, what this is what the sea does to all men. It turns into mm-hmm. an idiot the moment any kind of booze is nearby. But yeah, so, so yeah, Long John Silver walks Silver out for sits five outside mi- on the stairs and smiles for like literally himself. about thirty seconds, and then suddenly Arrow comes out drunk off his ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's yeah, in, the, the, in, in, in the intervening moments, there's a storm that's rolled up on the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the bad wig man George comes up, who, the one that the Silver took the, the knife away from, stabs an apple with a knife and bites it. I can't believe Long John Silver threw his knife away. Now he only has his knife to. Okay, so Arrow comes out drunk as hell, then goes topside, where Silver says, Ah, you'll need more sea legs for being up there tonight. I... And George comes up to stab that guy in the back, but Long John Silver stops him and says, Have you forgot I was the one taking care of Mr. Arrow? Wink. And he actually says wink. Yeah. It was weird. Um, I do love... What, what would he have done if he hadn't drank the rum? If he had just had a delicious cake, it would back. It was like, well, thanks for the cake. <laughs> Goddamn, I just made that asshole a delicious cake that he enjoyed without any benefit to me. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah. Now we're just going to have to let George stab I wasted stab his all ass. my sugar on that oh, cake. Oh, God, yeah. Especially at the very start of the voyage. Yeah, exactly. You, you wasted half of your good preserves. Um, I do love the cut, though. Like, it could just smash cuts to, like, okay, they're they're holding the funeral for Mr. Arrow. Like, they yeah. don't even bother showing exactly what happened. But, yeah. yeah, they say, oh, he was washed overboard in the storm and vanished. So long, and thanks for all the clubbings. Amen. And this fucking asshole pirate says, Armen. Woof. <laughs> Woof, man, come on. What are you doing? <laughs> Pirates, you can help it. Muppet Babies will return after these messages. history marked a new era in motion picture entertainment, now sets a new milestone with his first all-live action feature, Treasure Island, the story which thrilled 200 million readers throughout the world. Only Walt Disney could bring to realistic life and with such dramatic impact, Robert Louis Stevenson's memorable characters. 
Long John Silver, portrayed by that world-famous star, Robert Newton. We can take this ship right now. Then I say, cut the throats. And I say, there'll be no killing till I give the word. Shipmates. Shipmates. Bobby Driscoll, the 1949 Academy Award winner for his outstanding performances in The Window and So Dear to My Heart, plays Jim Hawkins, the boy who faced a thousand dangers. One more step, Mr. Hands, and I'll blow your brains out. Yes, they're all here. Pompous Squire Trelawney, Captain Smollett, Dr. Livesey, the murderous Black Dog, rum-swigging Billy Bones, the villainous Blind Pew, and poor Ben Gunn, marooned on Treasure Island. Jim Hawkins asked some dude if they'll ever see land again, and that guy's like, Oh, yeah, you can tell, because the rations get super low, guys get real horny, and the apples run out. And Jim's like, Oh, man, I need an apple right now! And he runs and tries to reach an apple, but he can't reach it, so he climbs inside the barrel all the way down to the bottom, where the r most rotted delicious apples are. God, yeah, especially if it's and, this is weeks later. It's mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised, like, he doesn't go downstairs and find out that the pirates are, like, slurping the fermented, like, rotten apple juice. Mm. Like, 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 slurping it from the cracks on the outside of the barrel or something like that. But, no, magically there's still a handful of good apples at the bottom, so he starts chewing yeah. on one. He overhears people talking about mutiny, but Long John Silver's is like, The fuck did I say, assholes? I said, no killing. The I says, we can do that. And they're like, man, what happened to you? You used to be cool. When you were with Flint, it was all cut and rip. And Silver's is like, hey, shut up. I'm the one who got rid of Arrow when no one is suspected. Twas me. And I got that fool Jim to get run and get rum for me. And I'll do, I'll get the guns the same way. Because that kid's a fucking idiot. They need the captain because he's good at his job for sailing to get them to that. I island don't understand that. Like, so. <laughs> what? I don't know. They're pirates, but they don't know how to sail, apparently. Yeah, they, they know how to run. Like, they know how to do everything on the ship, but they don't understand. Like, they don't have anyone who can give them commands. Like, especially. <laughs> I maybe there's some kind of sailing pirate thing there that I don't understand, but I can see if they're like they're they're afraid that like the captain might get rid of the map or something like that. But no, it's just yeah, a real weird reason why they just don't kill everyone right there. Yeah. Yeah. Long Joe Silver's is about to stab an apple, but they could call the deck <laughs> above deck because land home. It is very silly because like he goes to stab the apple. It's like well, it's not even inch. They could have done it more dramatically because they could have made it like inches away from Jim's face, but like. He just has the like the, the his knife like five feet above the barrel, and then Jim makes a pig face, and then suddenly <laughs> like yeah you hear land ho, and then whatever little tiny bit of tension in that scene was there just instantly vanishes. But yeah, yeah. Um, I guess so that Jim I goes guess and... that's the most famous scene from the book is Jim in the apple crate. I guess that like that's when people huh. illustrate scenes from this book. That's well, I mean it is the moment that the whole plot turns. That's when Jim finds mm -hmm. out that like. Oh, John Silver is actually a pirate, and he's going to kill everybody, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. But... So Jim goes and rats everybody out right away. Oh, you little fucker. Mm. 
And Fuddruckers is like, oh man, I'm a fool too. I owe, I own myself an ass. Whatever that means. You were right, I was wrong, <laughs> Captain. So they got eight dudes. The Jungle Silver got 20, so it's not the pies. best of odds, but they got the guns. Yeah. Once they get to shore or something, they'll make their move, like, whatever, and... And they were like, hey, Jim, you stay friends with Long John Silvers. You could totally be our spy. And he makes some fart faces. And then he's <laughs> like, I'll stay friends with him. And he's so sad about it, though. He's all dejected. Yeah. And then they're looking at the island later. And Long John Silvers <laughs> is talking to Jim. And he's like, you're going to climb so many trees. It'll be such such a fancy for fun. Jim's a bit standoffish now. Now that he knows Silvers is a real dingus. And then the captain asks if anybody knows these waters, and Silvers is like, Hey, I do, because I was a cook for somebody, I guess, that sailed around these waters? It's not like I helped bury treasure on uh, it or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, no, I don't know. Why does that not raise... I mean, I, of course, everyone knows who, who belonged on Silvers now. But you think that would raise even more suspicions. That, like, he's mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, I have to also be on this island. I wasn't here with, that, with any pirates or anything like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I just uh, vacationed here for a couple years. I'm not going to tell yeah. you why. There's like a natural reef they can sail into, and then they can use some boats to pull the boat or something. Something, something, know, yeah. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. So they're gonna do that, and Jim will go to land too. Oh boy! And then George, the bad wig man, wants to mutiny now, but Long John Silvers is like, slow your roll. Oh, so we that's what you're saying. Say we George do is it. the guy who just keep, keeps on trying to usurp uh, Long John Silvers yes. the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, and then Long John Silvers getting a boat too, and. The George tells another dude, man, fuck that. You go and wait by that dude guarding the guns, and when I say so, you jump him. This can only end well for us. <laughs> so they go into the cove and drop the anchor, and uh, when they do, one of the pirates attacks that guard who, after quick scuffles, gets fucking blasted in the face with a close-up. I'm of him going, rah! There with blood everywhere. Is the, okay, this is the other bit of trivia I found out about this movie. I... I saw that, like, so Disney had a thing where they, they absolutely refused to release any PG-rated movies until the late 80s. Mm -hmm. And when they re-released this movie in, like, 1977, they cut out all the violence from this movie. And I was like, there's, like, no violence in this movie. But I did forget two people get shot in the face in this movie. So yeah. there's, like, one or two things where I go, okay. But, like, it just shows how, like, because I remember, like, there's the whole thing about how the reason, like, Tron got made because Disney was so desperate to, like, have their own Star Wars. And the fact that, like, even in the late 70s, like, a movie as completely nonviolent as this, they still felt obligated to cut it back down to a G rating. is just so, like, oh, God, no wonder no one could take Disney seriously for, like, fucking decades. But, yeah, yeah. but at least so that, that is kind of cool that people get shot in the face. <laughs> it's yeah. awesome and the other pirates that are on the boat have no chill and are like oh rush him but they get guns pulled on them yeah. and quickly give up they could have just been like oh man that that guy must have gone crazy we're not with him yeah oh Don't do something yeah i guess pirates aren't yeah. so good at subterfuge no yeah. so they they just quickly get their guns leveled on them and sent well, them and while and... this is all happening like everyone all the other pirates and things are already headed towards the shore too yeah 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 they get ordered back, but Long John Silvers pulls a knife and is like, nah, 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 nah. You go, I'm going to kill the fuck out of little Jim Hawkins here if you fuck with us. And man... It I is from a plotting perspective. It's clever that... Who is it that suggested Jim Hawkins goes goes ashore with him? Is it Long John Silvers? Because I uh, wonder... It might have been Jim's himself. I'm not sure. Because it is clever. Because otherwise, without Jim Hawkins... Uh, Captain Crunch and uh, fucking Dr. Pepper could just be like, we'll just fucking leave. We'll go back 
and we'll go come back with the cops. Or we'll just let yeah. you guys starve to death here. We'll come back in a month with another crew, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get the treasure. But the fact that yeah. they have Jim means they actually have to, like, fight to get, like, fight the pirates to get Jim back and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. Yep, so Jim is, or uh, Long John Silver is like, hey, George, you fucking idiot, you hear me below that deck? You lay low <laughs> till I can work out a treaty. Yeah. You stop being an asshole. You're so they gotta bring up my Flint's plans. map to the shore, or else they're gonna kill this kid. They get to shore, and Long John Silver's like, Damn, boy, I'm glad you came with me, else I'd have been really fucked. But I couldn't have hurt you. No, no. Look, I'll even, I'm even letting you go. So Jim says, Eat a bag of dicks! And takes off running. Who could have seen that coming? Mm -hmm. So they chase him for a bit, but he hides behind a log, and the pirates are like, Hoo -hoo. And then Jim I gets up have, after they I leave. I have a lot of incentive it. to hang on to Jim, at least from their perspective. Just like, who gives a shit? We're here. We just want to look for the treasure. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So he runs to a very open, exposed, rocky area where a hermit man jumps down and is like, Oh, fuck, don't shoot me with your tiny little dick gun. <laughs> I'm poor Ben Gunn. I am, I am. How? Right, right. This guy can even recognize it's a gun. Because this the whole time Ben Gunn is talking to Jim, Ben Gunn is looking at America. Because he's got these eyes. It's not a thousand year stare, a th thousand yard stare. His eyes are s just kind of going off in so many different directions that it looks mm -hmm. like he's staring off on something on the other side of the planet while he's talking to Jim. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if the actor is doing that intentionally or if they just hired someone who just looked kind of extra bug eyed and crazy because they, you know, they, here's, but it turns out, yeah, this is Ben Gunn. He was marooned by, was he marooned by Flint or was he marooned by Long John Silver? He was marooned by Flint. I guess it doesn't matter, because I guess they were all part of the same crew. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, also, why did... When Marty Feldman saw this movie, he said, Damn, that dude's <laughs> eyes are fucked up. Um, yeah, again, they never explained, like, why Flint made a treasure map after this, or how fucking... What's his... Or how Billy Bones was entrusted... The only one entrusted with the map, rather than the Captain Flint. Or what happened to I Captain think... Flint. Yeah, I don't know. Which is I fine. It's not delved into that a little on the Muppet version. Yeah, because in this version, it's just completely like it's obviously some kind of crazy adventure that we that we never get the details of. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny because does Ben Grimm and, and Launch on the Silver uh, Ben, ben Grimm Ben Grimm Ben Grimm Yeah, well they do meet a rock quarry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, ben Gunn. He never actually interacts with any other pirates in this version of the story, huh? I can't remember if he does not in the really. book. Uh, but yeah, he, he just sees, me, he, yeah. yeah, he just meets Jim real quick, and Jim's all like, "Oh my god, you smell like balls." Tom Hanks yeah. from Castaway here, yeah. Yeah, he's like, "I seen Flint's man, one-legged man with him," and he oh, hates yeah, that, that yeah. one-legged man. And they both hate him because Jim's like, "I hate that guy too." John goes jolly. So the, he just wants some fucking cheese. That's all he really wants. I remember that like, from oh. the book. Yeah. No, oh, there's there's cheese on the boat, and if you help me get back to the boat, you can eat so much cheese your bowels will be obstructed for fifty years. <laughs> You're not gonna shit ben for Gunn's a week. his man. I do love when Ben Gunn's like, I particularly like it toasted. I'm like, okay, Ben Gunn, you're a man of taste. <laughs> <laughs> so the good guys take some crew to shore and head for some fort stockade thing you're where they so can much fight better the than i am for actually paying attention to any of the plot machinations here because it is total <laughs> just goonies everyone just chasing each other around but yeah yeah so they leave two idiots behind on the boat to watch the pirates that are locked quote unquote locked up because they just left them in a room where they could just go out a tiny little door on the back side of the boat and yeah, climb up I just... and huck a piece of wood at a dude's face and he's like <laughs> oh no and then 
stab the shit out of him and the other dude. One guy, there's one like drop of blood on one guy's knife. That mm-hmm. I'm assuming must have been one of the few things that got cut but out. But then too. they cut, the, there's a cut where they're like, all the pirates are encircling him, and you can tell they're stabbing the shit out. They're doing a gang stabbing of this dude. Yeah. So, yeah. So, a little first bit of thing they got, first thing they gotta do, first things first, boyos, <laughs> lower that flag, put up the skull and crossbones. You gotta get the flag up there. Wait. First things first. Who smuggled? <laughs> Who smuggled the skull and crossbones flag? Oh, that's been inside of George's pants for months, <laughs> that man. That never occurred to me. Like, why? If they want, if they didn't want to get busted, that's the, like that's <laughs> like a huge thing to bring in too. They're like, well, especially mm-hmm. if you don't want to get, because if anything, you think you'd want to keep the actual uh, the admiralty flag flying because in case any cops come by. Of course, yeah. if anyone else come, let's say, come sailing by, they're going to see the skull and crossbones and they're going to get arrested. I have a wire. But it's just nah, showing who's in jo- control of the ship. Yeah. yeah. John Silvers is like, hell yeah, I don't even care about those guys coming to shore because they had been sailing and gotten cannon fired at them. I mean, the, the doctor, the captain, uh, Captain Fuddruckers uh, and Fud the other good guys. <laughs> I love and, it. Uh, uh, He's like, let's go back to the boat and get guns. Yay! And Ben Gunn knows where they're headed. He shows Jim. Uh, the good guys. He shows Jim where the good guys are headed. Yeah. They're headed to that little fort. There's one tiny yeah. fort made out of sticks that I don't know how it's supposed mm-hmm. to protect anyone. I guess it's better yeah. than no protection at all. But the yeah. movie makes it sound like this like this indestructible fortress. When it yeah. is totally... Like, one good stiff fart will blow. Yeah, literally. it's like one. Ha- like it's like some rich millionaire built like his little kid like a little fort out of sticks in his backyard <laughs> and said, "This is your little so, blue Jimmy's house." And yeah. So Ben Gunn's there with Jim and he's like, "Hey, you go. And if the captain wants to talk to me, have him meet me on top of Spyglass Hill tonight." Cause I don't know. I I'm, something something. I, I haven't seen other humans for five years, but I'd rather hide from these guys for and until I can talk to them at night. I yeah, don't know. it turns out Ben Gunn's made a sh- like a little boat out of a shoe or something like that. Yeah, and so that's what that. Jim uses to take back to the to the to, to the big boat. Later, yeah. yeah. So, uh, one of the boats, the pirates on the boat. Sorry, the pirates waste no time getting drunk as hell. And then along, John Silver's coming in is like, "What the fuck you doing, George? I told you to wait." and strike when the time was right and he wants that asshole put in irons but the man with gum on his face says no 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 he a good fighter we could use him later give him another chance and silver's is like okay well especially because they're talking about how they're gonna have to like attack that uh, that little fortress thing so yeah, yeah they need all the hands so they now- get yeah, they'll send everybody to shore, but two men that gotta stay on that boat and protect it, because that worked out so well for the other group. <laughs> and we're gonna fight those idiots, but... So only get mostly drunk, not blackout drunk. Uh, so on shore, they're loading up their muskets and stuff inside the fort, getting ready to shoot at pirates, talking about... Uh, what do you think old Ben Gunn wants? Who knows? He said he wanted cheese. He wants cheese. Get him some cheese. Then a gunshot goes off, and so uh, Long John Silvers is out there being like, A flag of truce! I just want to talk, guys! I guess I'm captain now! They picked me! Who's could I don't know! <laughs> I guess I'm still playing the I'm an innocent little baby card! Yeah. 
So uh, he asked uh, when he goes, they let him inside, and he sees Jim and is like, "Ah, how you doing, little matey?" And Jim's just like, "Fuck you, man! What are you talking? Come on, you got a knife to my throat. You expect us to be cool now?" Yeah. Which he doesn't actually. Jim's just farting facing at him all the time. So Mr. he sits Pouty, down. Yeah. yeah. He said, yeah, Long John Silver sits down on the ground and is like, I'm gonna need help up in a bit. Casually is, but then, yeah. yeah. I am he assuming says, he does that with the specific notion that, like, he's hoping Jim might try to help him up, and if he can do that, he can grab onto Jim. And suddenly mm, Jim could be another. Maybe, he'd take him hostage, yeah. but it, it doesn't work. Jim's just like, get the fuck no. out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he sits down on the ground. He's like, you know, you're all pretty cool guys, and I'd I'd really hate to see you murdered by pirates. So uh, you give us the map, we'll split it, we will maroon you on the island, uh, and then I guess if we see a ship, we'll wave it down and send it your way. Is that cool? That cool? And the captain's like, um, how about fuck you? And you send all the pirates here without weapons, and we'll lock them up, and then we'll go back to England, and we'll have a big old cool pirate trial where you guys will get due process because pirates were totally treated fairly in our legal system. Exactly. Yeah. Uh huh. And so Silver's like, nah, 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 nah. Fuck you. You're not, and you're not helping me up. Well. Uh, in one hour, you're the dead ones. I wish I would be the lucky ones. Yardy, hardy, hardy. And the, the captioning says, footsteps departing, when it should say, footstep departing. <laughs> Touche. Foot, <laughs> so, footstep and for a foot stomp. <laughs> yeah. So the truce is over, and the pirates storm the fort, and the pirates get shot all over the place, and. Silver's pretty... just tan behind some wood being like, come on, guys, yeah. kill him good, kill him better. This is the big centerpiece action thing of the film. And this mm-hmm. is actually a nice thing of, like, they've got Jim helping everyone reload their guns while they're trying to shoot the things. One of the guys, one of the funniest parts of the movie is uh, one of the good guys, he's sticking his rifle out of one of the uh, the holes in the fort, and another mm-hmm. pirate guy comes up and just grabs the rifle. And the yeah. dude, instead of going, oh, shit, like, backing away from the, the like, the dude with the pirate yeah. sword at the hole, he decides to He's... stick his face closer to the hole and see what's <laughs> going on, and he just gets stabbed in the neck. And it's just, <laughs> what the fuck do you think was going to happen there, Larry? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty important, because yeah, he's only, like, three, one of, like, the three guys actually helping fight the, the, the pirates, so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's... Yeah. Yeah. So the captain sees that guy die and was like, "Well, let's go fight out in the open where we're more vulnerable." Yeah, we're, that's the best course of action right now. Yeah, because if uh, when we were wildly outnumbered, you want to like have <laughs> no protection. Yeah. 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 So they go out there and they fight and blood and slashes and guns and stuff. And a pirate gets inside the fort and grabs a musket and aims it for the I th- captain. I think that's the Doctor Who guy, yeah. There's this mm. one great, like, they do a first-person shot where he's, like, looking down the ri- the, the, the sights of the rifle, and he's about mm. to shoot someone and then fucking... Is it Jim who's behind the door? Yeah, Jim closes the door on, on the, the gun the, and he misses, yeah. and they're, yeah, then they yeah. come in and they kill, they kill that guy. But, the, yeah. the doctor comes in and and saves Jim by bopping that dude on the face with the butt of his sword, and that guy screams like the dudes that are getting <laughs> murdered yeah. aren't doing. He's all, Aah! So, uh, the pirates bail the heck out of there. The Silver's just like, oh, if I only had ten toes. And he finally is like, oh, right. I have a gun. 
and aims it at the captain. I do love only had ten toes. All, I love yeah. and I love the way Fudrockers. So he fought. So yeah, Stalin service fires at Fudrockers. Fudrockers looking around for about five minutes after uh, Dong John Silver's fires the shot, and he remembers, "Oh no, I think I've been shot." <laughs> no, 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 goes, not Fudrockers. That's. That's uh, the captain. Oh, that is the captain, Captain Crunch. Yeah. So Captain Crunch yeah, Captain is all like suddenly like, oh shit, I guess I maybe got shot. I'm, like, oh, I guess I should pretend to fall down and act and like, yeah. <laughs> they they did I, this before. I guess they had the idea of having like blood squibs or anything like that. So the actor yeah, just yeah. has to be oh, like, yeah. I got I, even though it looks like I'm having a heart attack, I'm just gonna like hold my chest and suddenly be like, oh no, I think I have been shotted. Yeah. I and like so they have to the drag captain. The captain's clothes look like uh, clothes he was wearing 30 pounds ago. Yeah, I could see that, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm sc- <laughs> I, it still fits! Everything's a little taut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jim, later, he's all sweating on the floor, and Jim goes to fetch water, and the doctor gives, uh... uh wait, let's see. Something, something. Oh, and then he gives the doctor the water, and... Uh, then the doctor gives Jim the map and is like, here you go, if worse comes to worse, use it to bargain for your life. Well, <laughs> I feel like he even says, like, yeah, this is still all by rights, your map, actually, too. So, yeah. Yeah. So the captain's dying on the floor, but he has the strength to be like, man, at high tide, they're they're gonna bring that ship in closer, and they're gonna blast us to bits real good with that big, beautiful I would have never thought about that. I do love the... Which e- I don't, I don't the other- think they would, because they, then they risk blowing the map up, too. Yeah, well, I, I think so. Uh, does anyone even make that point? No. But I do like even the doctor's like, well, let's hopefully, like, like you thought of that, but hopefully the, the, the pirates haven't thought of that yet. Yeah, but he's like, oh no, that Long John Silver's a big enough asshole. He'll yeah, he'll, he'll, think of yeah. That. he'll fuck us up good. Yeah. So Jim decides to take matters into his own hands and sneaks out, steals Ben Gunn's boat, which he showed earlier, but I forgot to mention, but you did. Yeah. And then Jim loudly climbs onto the boat, splishing and splashing, and there's <laughs> still a half an hour left this left, huh? Yeah. Yeah, on the boat, pirates are arguing about rum. Come on, give me your so much so that one stabs the other one. They good job picking the two to stay on the boat. <laughs> now you've lost so, half your guarding forces on the boat. Yep. Yeah. Jim goes on the boat, turns the ship's wheel one way as uh, the pirate that won the fight comes aboard by uh, drinking some rum. But oh no, he got a knife thrown in his back by the Ira pirate who's not quite dead yet. I'm not dead yet. And then. He goes to the cannon to shoot it because before he left, Long John Silver says, "If you need anything, shoot the cannon." Yeah. So need to be relieved. But he's dying, so he's having troubles doing it. And uh, Jim comes over and is like, "Stop!" And kind of pushes him and takes the the big cotton swab loader and throws it in the water and kind of they scuff a little. And Jim drops the map, and the pirate's like, "Oh, so you have the map." And then he chases him around with a knife for a bit. And then Jim says, Well, the smartest thing I've learned to do in Disney movies is when you got to escape, go up. So he starts yeah, climbing the rigging. Go up to where you have the least options for escape possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, so he gets to the top and he pulls out his little gun and he says, Not a step closer! And the pirate says, Ah, uh, he says, so... Uh, he'll have to strike his colors... That comes hard from a master mariner to a ship's yonker like you, Jim. And Jim says, I'm sure those words made sense in your head. (laughs) 
So he tells Jim he's smart as paint, and then he's sneaky throws a knife into Jim's shoulder or arm, and that Jim says "ow" and makes him shoot him. Wait, man. he totally and does then, the what's the what's what's the thing the Adams family were like. Uh, uh, Gomez throws Fest to the wall and pins him to the wall with the, with the, the throwing knives. That's what he tries yeah. to do to Jim. Unfortunately, Jim's not having it and he just shoots the fucker in the face. Yeah, and that man turns into a dummy and falls he into the water. He turns into such a dummy! Because they totally, like, <laughs> we, need to, we, need, we need to have him, like, hit the side of the ship. And so he just mm-hmm. bounces off like he's made out of rubber, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. So, uh, I guess the anchor is lifted on the boat because it drifts to shore and kind of just beaches itself. Yeah, which th- that's kind of it for the boat for the rest of the whole rest of the movie. They never explain yeah. how the good, good guys unbeach the ship with all the pirates no. dead. Yeah, that's, yeah, you think if anything, they're probably marooned there too. But anyway. Yeah, so, uh, Jim lands on the deck and sees the British flag, flag lying there. Oh, oh, oh. Don't don't mispronounce flag. <laughs> Leave out letters. Oh, oh, oh. You're just talking about the English sticks, which is appropriate True. because you're talking yeah. about a British thing. So I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, for some reason he decides to get all patriotic. He cannot mm-hmm. abide by this goddamn pirate flag hanging on his personal ship that he owns, yeah. and so he spends so, twenty minutes like <laughs> swapping flop, the flag, swapping it with 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 one arm because his other arm's jacked. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets off the boat, goes back to shore, and his plan of, huh, what, <laughs> was successful. Well, and also, he's not feeling good, and so he thinks the best way to fix not feeling good is to cup a bunch of fetid swamp water and mm-hmm. splash it into his wound. Yeah, he's a real dum-dum. And then he's like, oh, that feels like I just put toad turds into my wound. <laughs> Should water burn like this? <laughs> Why am I glowing inside now? I feel like a furnace. Yeah. Man, he's a real wealth Wiggums, this Jim Hawkins yeah, is. Yeah, he's uh, I, I just kind of, I like the cinematography as he's moving through the night and the swamp and everything actually does look yeah. kind of disgusting and stuff. But yeah, he makes yep. it back then, to the, the fortress. Yep, and everybody's laying on the ground sleeping and he wakes up the doctor, but it's not the doctor. <gasps> it's it's Long John Silver. And he says, ooh, and faints. <laughs> he really does go like, ah, nah, nah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Faints as dramatic. And Long John as Silver says, well, first thing I do with a fainted boy is open his shirt and wait a second. He's got a map in here. He's just going to lick his nipple and that's how he's going to wake mm-hmm. him up with a nice little surprise. And then the parrot wakes everybody up by squawking pieces of eight. And then Shitty George is there and is looking at the kid's wound and is being like, blood poison or something. I'm glad he saved me the trouble of slitting his throat. And so he's like, man, you're, you're an asshole. We can use him to get the doctor to come in here. And then if they know he's wounded, we can swap him for the, the map. And then we get the map and we find the treasure. Yeah, so this is the then- part where, like, Don Don Silvers is really, uh actually protecting Jim because he, uh, he's pretending that he doesn't have the map and he's yeah. just trying to get Jim out of here, essentially. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the pirates go outside to talk because uh, uh, they love to talk. As Silver takes care of Jim dabbing him with some water and then this, Jim wakes up and Silver tells him that the good guys slipped out of there in the middle of the night. They didn't kill him. They snuck away. Yeah. You just lay there and old John will fetch the doctor. Well, I've not given you any reason not to trust me, huh? So he goes topside to hole in the roof and waves a white flag for the doctor and for a truce. 
And uh, also yells for the doctor. He also, too, yeah. yeah, he spots the boat with its British flag there, and he's like, hmm. The other pirates come inside, and they hand Silver's a black spot. But what's this? It's on a page of the kit for the cuff on the bibble. Oh, everything's gone tits up. I, there's things. It's a scene that happens where they cut it from a bibble, and it's bad. I guess. I get what well, he does. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I don't know if this he is supposed them. To, it, I don't know if this is something that's actually from the original book. They're naughty, book, naughty pirates. Or if this is the 1950s, just being all like, "Oh no, you heard a Bible? That's the worst possible thing you could do." And yeah, so, he's like, now you'll surely hang for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so because they're gonna get back to Britain and they're gonna go through every page of that Bible, or any page is cut out. Hey, wait a second. Yeah, Ecclesiastics know. is missing. <laughs> I don't know how much uh, uh, Long John Silver is actually believes that versus he's just using his uh, this as a, as another reason to kind of keep the other pirates uh, off their feet a little bit because they as soon as he starts oh. talking about how this is a bad idea to like use. Uh, the Bible page for a bl the black spot. Everyone else is suddenly like, oh man, I think maybe we did fuck up. But then... Yeah. They're like, don't worry, it was just one of the pages where there's a hundred beget this guy, beget that guy, beget this guy. Truly, half the Bible is you could use a <laughs> toilet paper and you wouldn't be missing anything, yeah. Um, so, they want they want Long John Silver's out, but the doctor's calling for Silver, so he's like, hey, you gotta deal with me for a little bit more so I can get the treasures, the map so we can find the treasure... And they're like, hey, we're not giving up the hostage without the treasure. Or we're not going to... If we get the treasure, then we'll <laughs> give up the hostage. They're like, how are you going to find the treasure without the map? we got to use the hostage to get the map. <sighs> Till then, he's still in charge. And John's there in there was, making his... This is kind of what days. I'm talking about. For a, for a boy's adventure pirate story, there's a lot of just worrying about the rules and trading and who's got this and that and stuff like that. I know that's kind of what undid the Pirates of the Caribbean movies as they eventually became so bogged down in, like, who has what sword and this magical MacGuffin. But, like, mm -hmm. this is not exciting because it's all just, like... Yeah. I mean, it is kind of interesting to see, like, it's 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 uh, Long John Silver's manipulating everyone to try to keep Jim safe. But it is, like, not inherently unexciting just to see everyone, like... Ah, yeah, it's just constantly, like, who's gonna trade what for whom, and... Yeah, just even retelling it now, it's just, like, still confusing, and I'm even watching it now, and I'm still, like, I, I have a hard time understanding exactly what's happening, but... Yeah. Anyway. So Long John Silvers tells the doctor, hey, you gotta come look at Hawkins, and the doctor's like, yeah, man, fuck you, bring him out of here if he's in there. <laughs> yeah. So Jim comes out, and he says, ugh, and falls down, and the doctor's like, oh, man, you stabbing little boys now? And Long John Silvers like, no, I would never... It wasn't me. I saved his life, really. Doctor gives Jim a bullet to bite on as he opens the wound. That sounds uh, nice. Also, he puts... Uh, I... He puts <laughs> the a, doctor's like, did you put swamp water in this shit, Jim? What? Why did you get a pocket of swamp water in his arm? The fact that, like, I don't under... I, maybe I don't understand how this works, but I don't think when you're given something to bite down on when you're going to get hurt... It should be a metal bullet that you put in between your front teeth. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's like. I was like, that is the worst possible thing you could. I think you're supposed to give like a piece of wood, maybe. Or like, like, like a leather belt, something that they could oh, like, yeah. yeah, sink your teeth into, so you're not destroying your teeth or your tongue. But like yeah. a metal. Oh, it's just. Uh, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he tends to fucking cheer up Charlie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Long John Silver's babbles about somehow awesome. 
Jim is and how he really would like it to get back to the boat with him. And now that he's seen that British flag flying on that boat, oh, he sure would like to be on there with them. And Jim says, oh, I'd die before I'd give you that map. And so he's like, hey, dumbass, I already got it. Look, see? Yeah, I fucking had it all morning, you fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he needs a boat. If he if he finds the treasure, he's got to have a boat to transport the treasure. And... um but he needs the doctor's word so he doesn't end up on the gallows so maybe if he protects jim so the pirates don't kill him while they dig up the treasure the doctor will be like hey don't hang him he was really cool yeah let him spend his pirate money that he robbed everybody (laughs) yeah essentially that if he can save jim's life he can save his own yeah yeah the doctor's like i don't know about that but i'll try my best i guess outside of perjury and he's like are you good enough for me me mother is good enough for me silvers takes the pirates the map and is like well now i resign and the pirates are like no 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 you got them oh come on we love you come on come on i don't know why the pirates suddenly change so much maybe they're scared by the i don't know yeah but there's something like okay you could be our leader after all yeah, they resend the black spot. They don't rip it up, though, because they need all the scriptures they can get. Yeah, I do hardy. like the one guy's about to rip it up, and that's one, like, John John. Again, I don't know if that's uh, true to the book or if that's just, like, 1950s proselytizing, but, yeah. Moralizing. Well, I, I remember in the Muppet Treasure Island, they did also read it on a Bible, and, and Tim oh, yeah? Curry was like, A Bible! <laughs> so. Okay. So... They go looking for that treasure, find some old bones. It was one of Flint's crew, the five men that he brought to shore and killed the heck out of. And he's acting as the arrow pointing to the treasure, which I thought was pretty badass, actually. Yeah, it's a good thing no animals or weather disturbed the body. Yeah. I guess there's not big enough animals to, like, move the corpse where you can pick it apart, but, like, yeah. Yeah. So they head that way and find the place to dig. They go absolutely bananas. And saying it's gone, they dig some. And, well, there is a find... treasure chest, like, in this little gravel pit. Yeah. But the treasure chest has been rotted through, and they only find, like, one little farthing thing. They find yeah. one to bloom, and he's uh, George is like, the fuck is this shit, Silver? He goes to shoot Long John Silvers, but he gets shot first by Long John Silvers. Then Long John Silver pulls out various guns, shooting other dudes. And then the good guys roll up and shoot the shit out of the last yeah. of the pirates. I feel like half the pirates have disappeared at some point in the story, because... There were, like, yeah. 20 pirates at some point. Now there's only, like, five. They, and yeah, like, there, were, there were 20 pirates. Two on the boat died. Six died in the first attack. Uh, okay. If I did math. And oh, I forgot I, about the attack, so they would have thinned yeah. their numbers. But still, it seems like there should be but more still, than, yeah. like, the five guys here. Because they fucking long yeah. soldiers by himself with, like, two shots is able to take out, like, three of these five guys. And then mm-hmm. the other two are just, like, that's when the, the doctor and... And uh, Chief Yum Yum or whatever shows up and like take out the rest. <laughs> yeah, Chief Chief Yum Yum sauce. <laughs> fruit Fruit Root shows up. <laughs> Trying to come up with other <laughs> Dolly Madison, the Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Ben Gunn is also there too, and is like, "Hey, you idiot! I put all that gold in my cave. What do you think? I'm just gonna leave it in I the like hole?" I like that's his one story contribution is to finally show up and be like, "But I've got the treasure." <laughs> mm-hmm. They go back to his house. Yeah, he's got the treasure. Yep, they're inside the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and is like, look at all that gold. It really is, yeah. Uh-huh. In the cave, the captain's there sweating his ass off, dying. I and love that like, they I'm drag- still alive, asshole. I guess they carried the captain in, just so he uh-huh. could sit there and watch everyone else fondle through the gold, and him be yeah. like, 
Oh, I still, I, I like, yeah, I have refused to, like, he, he reneges on the Doctor's agreement with Long John Silver's, and that the, they're gonna make Long John Silver's hang when they get back yeah. uh, to the civilization. But they're like, hey, we gave our words to him, and they're like, oh, well, I guess you could testify on his behalf in the trial, I guess, Something, he's yeah, still going like, oh, back for his trial. Great fucking asshole. So they start to load up the boats, and Long John Silver tries to give Jim his parrot, and Jim's like, no thanks, I fucking hate birds. Get out of here with that shit. shit all over your shoulder, I don't like mm-hmm. it. They row back to the boat, and Long John Silver is like, ah, oh, you should cock her while she's keeled over. And everybody turns to look at the boat that's, you know, sitting on the land, and he says, <laughs> and grabs, reaches in John's waistband. It's like, he totally hey, um, of like, was it, yeah. wasn't there supposed to be a a gun in here? And Jim's like, that's not a gun you're grabbing! Oh no! <laughs> Why does this gun feel like a little boy's penis? Mm-hmm. And he pulls off his penis and Jim screams and he points it at Captain Crunch. <laughs> he pulls out Jim's gun and is like, hey, <laughs> good job, It idiots. is a nice, it is like almost literally Chekhov's gun. I like how it factors in the very end of the plot here, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jim's like, I shot it already once, you idiot. There's no bullets left in it. Like, this fucker don't know that. <laughs> but Jim does. Oh, uh, well, you know. But Jim... Jim, they decide... Jim knows he he killed that one dude with well, it. It doesn't also, have any bullets now. Fucking Charlie Chaplin also fucking... Well, Long John Silver also steals... He also does... He doesn't take just Jim's gun. He also takes the, the gun of uh, Fuddrockers. Okay, and so yeah, he's he, I'm, I'm watching it now, and he's got like yeah, Jim's Jim's tiny oh, okay. little prepubescent gun, and Fuddrucker's mm-hmm. big fat giant diabetic yep, gun. So he makes all the adults jump off the boat, and he's like, I know you stay on here, Jim's. You steer me towards that opening over there. I'll let you off on the shore, and while I paddle, and then uh, he he paddles the boat, and but Jim doesn't do that. He steers them towards land, and he jumps off and starts to run away. And the Long John Silver's like, hey, you put me back in the water, I'll shoot you. And Jim just stands there being like, and uh, then he's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll push you in the water. Pushes it back in the water. Well, it's the big dramatic moment of the story because this is the part where, like, yeah, like, I don't believe these two like each other. I I mean, I I believe Long John kind of has a soft spot for Jim, but Jim's got no reason to like Long John in this version. He's a surrogate father figure. Yeah. Like, I, th- I, I'm sure other versions of the story even make a bigger point of the fact that his dad's not there, and then he's looking at uh, mm. Long John. Well, not, not, I mean, not just purely as a father figure, but yeah, just as a like, figure of adventure and stuff like that. Like, it yeah. is unfortunate you have to more read into that than just go by like anything in the text of the movie. But uh, I, I could totally <laughs> believe Long John Silver's not shooting a kid, though. But. Yeah. Yeah, and the, he I says, didn't realize nice this job. would just be the end of the movie. Yeah, he just, uh... Nice job. I knew you'd never let them hang your old shipmate. And the good guys come up, and Jim watches, and the doctor watches old Long John Silver's row off to his doom in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, he's out of the and middle And the doctor says, blast him. I almost can find it in my heart. Hope he makes it. And Jim waves goodbye to him, and it ends. That's yeah. I was surprised at how quickly it just cuts to the end of Walt Disney production, and that's. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess in the 1950s, that was a fun romp. I like I said, it was for it was us fine. watching our first real live-action Disney movie. <laughs> for as much as we were dreading it, yeah. It was actually yeah. It was it was it was pretty fun, and 
It beats reading the book. True. <laughs> Spending 18 hours reading the book. Uh, but it was fine. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Did, I didn't wish yeah. I was dead the whole time. No. Um, It was in color, and I liked the guy who played uh, Long John Silver. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Yeah! Bad wigs. Bad, bad wigs. Yeah, well, what do you expect? It's English 1950s shit. I like mm -hmm. the idea I'm just, like, inherently making it sound like just e English shit is inferior to Hollywood uh, shit, even over the time, but... Yeah, that was a cool little adventure story. Bobby Driscoll is not as annoying as he could have been, even though he's totally. Oh, like, he's Hollywood. not nearly as annoying as he was in Song of the South. Yeah, I, I appreciate the director not making him be so much Jiminy Willikers, everybody. Like yeah. he's actually down for like fighting and shooting and stabbing and stuff when it comes down to it. But yeah, it's yeah. okay. Yeah, for, it's okay. for an experiment as our first live action Disney Plus thing. Yeah, that actually produced I, by Disney, I thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah, but uh, I, I hate that. This might ruin it for you, Bill. In the goof section on IMDb, uh. <laughs> it says when the pirates approach the end, we hear a very strong wind, but their clothing's not disturbed at all. What? So, sorry it's about your like immersion. It's almost like they're on a set. Jesus, uh -huh. fucking Christ. <laughs> and when the blind man leaves the pub on his own, he reaches for the latch of the door, in parentheses, which he could not see. Oh, God, I hate people. <laughs> I hate people so much. So, our next thing. Did you want to do the next... Well, not our next thing. Our next thing is going to be whatever I choose, which I'm not quite sure what that's going to be yet. Uh, but for the next Disney Plus thing, it's either... It seems like it's going to have to be more... Uh, well, it could nature. be three things. Yeah, we've got Nature's Half Acre, which is another nature documentary, which is how long? I don't Let's know. I'll see, give it a 32 gander. minutes. Hey, I, can't, I tried. I tried. I can't make it. I got pee-pee. Okay, pee bad. And we've also got Alice in Wonderland. And then, yeah, we have some more shorts that we could talk about. Which, like, yeah, like I, I keep on mentioning, we've only got, like, half a dozen shorts in front of us. Or, like, maybe less than a dozen, so... We have to... Oh, I think there may have been sliding in a couple more shorts since the last time I looked. There's something about Pluto's Party. I think that's a new short that wasn't in the mix before. So, yeah. Man, Mickey Mouse looks weird in these 1950s shorts. Like, they kind of did a slightly more stylized designed for Mickey at the start of the 1950s that did not last for long. I think they went back to a more softer Freddie Moore kind of 1940s look after the first couple years of the 1950s. But yeah, Disney Plus! That was very interesting. I like the fact that we're mixing this stuff up with actual live-action feature films now, which I can't imagine we're going to keep on sticking with, especially if we make it to the 60s. And nine-tenths of Disney's output in the 1960s is the fucking love bug and shit. Yeah. What's who? I'm uh, just talking about all the, like, as we get to the 1960s, nine-tenths of everything on Disney uh, Plus is, like, the love bug or the parent oh trap. Man. Sammy the Way Out rip, Seal. We're gonna rip that stuff apart. Oh, my God. But uh, I should let you go. You've got stuff. Your, your son's birthday party is today. Quote unquote party. Which I can think of. As much as you can have a party in this, in the 2020. <laughs> what are you talking about? Three year olds know how to throw a party. It's true. Yeah, especially, yeah, COVID birthday party. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, no clowns or anything like that. Just gonna be everyone hanging out, just, uh, just sipping juice and stuff. <laughs> juice and gin. That's yeah. our party. John's first gin. Oh, God. Hey, why not? I'm sure. I'm sure people younger than three years old have tried gin and survived, so. Oh, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah. Think... 
Yep. So that was uh, Treasure Planet. No, Treasure. Uh, damn it! <laughs> I got Bill Mudrin syndrome now. God, I, I Treasure almost, Island. I, if 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 uh, we're never gonna make it that far to actually do Treasure Planet within like the chronology of the series, because it'll take us thirty you know years what? to hey, get there. Maybe you should. But maybe you should do that next. That's what I was gonna say. Like I could do that. Because then oh. we'd have a really fresh look back and forth. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the worst idea. If, if if this was not just, yeah, fuck. And it is like you know what? But, it hey, is one Bill, of my big part of the party things of like in terms of Disney stuff. I'll try to watch it. Let you. Know. That's the thing. Yeah, I might sit down and try to watch some of it too and see if it's. We'll, we'll see if the sexy cat captain is sexy enough to justify it. Cause like I don't, I fucking hate the look of that main character. Oh yeah. Oh god, I fucking hate him so much. Oh god, the fucking sky surfing shit. Oh, I remember mm -hmm. watching that in the theaters and people were groaning at the trailer like, oh. He's no kick, kick cloud kicker, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Um, which is funny because I never really watched that cartoon, but I've heard enough about kick cloud kicker. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, so, we'll come back with anyway. something next week, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's he's murdering. God, Treasure Planet, I feel so dirty even thinking about it. Why don't we, we don't just do that? To. And then the next movie we'll do after that will be Sky Captain World of Tomorrow. We can just oh. make it a disappointing double feature <laughs> of just like, this was a good idea, but the execution was so terrible. Um, okay. He's Mudrin on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. <sighs> I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing us around. If you share us around at all. That was Treasure Island. Suggesting that we do Treasure Planet is like daring me to lick a used diaper. Just, mm. <laughs> I got plenty of those around. If yeah, you want. I was about to say. Yeah, I want to be your human diaper genie. Um, that's, <laughs> oh, that's the title of yeah. my first album. I want to be your diaper genie. Mm -hmm. All right, well, <laughs> um, yardy hardy, yardy, yardy. We got to go sailing yard. off to our islands of adventure of birthday parties, and I'm going to go back to playing. Uh, real quick, this is we're recording this a couple days after Christmas. Daniel was so kind for Christmas, he bought me a PlayStation gift certificate, and I used that to buy the Fuser game, the music game from Harmonix, the rock band people, and that was very good. Thank you, Daniel. I hope you had a good Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> you had a Christmas, yeah. At least, yeah. at least we're done talking about holiday shit for another year. Yeah, I turned on, I got in my the car today to run to the store, and I turned on the card it was on the radio and the radio was played christmas music and i screamed what? it's two like, days here. after christmas i can see maybe the day after just because you've left your radio station on autopilot and there's no one there to turn it back to normal music two days after christmas even bill mudrin the king of christmas i'm already taking mm -hmm. down the christmas decorations on my animal crossing island so holy yeah. shit everyone else yeah Anyway, so we're gonna go. Anyhow, yeah, we're gonna go. We gotta go deal with the toddler. So, bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, happy birthday you... to your kid. And yeah, go. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say your thing. Yeah, no, you're fine. Until next time, you feel old pop cultures along, everybody. Yardy, yardy, yardy. Scally, dog. Yardy, yardy, yardy. Take care, guys. Yardy.